this year alone, we have saved about 2000 I would estimate 2000 to $2,200 by cashing in those reward points for travel expenses, which has been incredible. And like I said, my husband hasn't even gotten his 80,000 points yet. So once we add those on, honestly, we'll probably save those for summer of 2024. Hey, this is Allison and welcome to the Inspire Budget Podcast, where we talk all things budgeting, debt, and saving money. I am so excited for this podcast episode. If you can't tell by the excitement in my voice, in fact, I wasn't even planning on recording this, but I could not wait to tell you all about my favorite travel hacking credit card once the sign-on bonus increased. So here's the deal. My favorite travel hacking credit card, the Chase Sapphire Preferred card, increased their sign-on bonus for the first time in over a year. And you better believe that I had my husband sign up. You see, I already have this credit card. I got it about two years ago when the sign-on bonus was at its peak. And we have literally been waiting very patiently for about, I would say over a year for the sign-on bonus to increase again so we could jump on this card for my husband to get because we can actually combine points to travel hack and use those points for our family vacations. We've been waiting for it and it is here. So if you have ever considered travel hacking using credit cards, then this is a great card to get started with. It is incredibly popular thanks to a couple of things. First, it has a low annual fee. So the fee is $95, which even though it is a $100 fee every year for this card, it's incredible because some cards that are similar to this have a $500 fee. And that annual fee does give you some perks, which I can go into a little bit later. So not only does it have a low annual fee, but you can earn points and it has a really generous point system. So you can even earn like five times points on certain purchases. And my favorite part about this card is that you can redeem your points for practically anything, anything, hotels, air flights, cash back, car rentals. I mean, you name it, you can redeem it. I even get offered to redeem my points to buy things on Amazon. So for shopping, it's incredible. So whether you want to use a card like this to earn points so that way you can cover all of your Christmas shopping for the year or you want to start traveling, then this is an incredible card for you. Now, I'm going to dive into a whole bunch of questions that were sent in to me about this card and I'm going to of course, preface this with the fact that I don't want you getting this card if you currently have credit card debt and you're carrying a balance on your card. And I'll dive into a little more about that later. But regardless, you can click the link in my show notes to get it. I don't know how long this offer is going to last. Like I said, right now, the sign-on bonus is 80,000 points. And we don't know when that's going to end. And we don't know when it's coming back around again. So if you've ever thought about it, Click the link in my show notes or go to inspirebudget.com slash chase and you can sign up for it there. So I want to dive into why our family loves travel hacking and then I'll answer some questions that were sent in. First off, travel hacking with credit card points allows our family to take vacations at a more affordable rate. It helps reduce the cost of flights, hotels, or just any other travel expenses 
so that we can take honestly more than one family vacation each year. So for instance, we are going to Hawaii this summer. In fact, by the time this comes out, it'll be a couple weeks we're going to Hawaii. And that's a really, really big trip. It's an expensive trip between renting a car, flying all the way from Texas to Hawaii, all of the excursions, everything we wanna do, We have set aside thousands of dollars for this trip. However, we used our points from the Chase Sapphire Preferred Card, some of these points that I have racked up throughout the year, to book our returning flights home for four people. So our flights going from Hawaii back home to Texas were completely free. Normally, that would have cost us about $1,500. And honestly, because we saved money on those flights, because we don't have to pay for that leg of our trip, we were able to book an excursion that I am over the moon excited about. So we saved about $1,500 to $2,000, I estimate, on our flights. If you try to book now, it's even more expensive because we're getting closer to the date. But when we booked our flights a while ago, we had saved about $1,500. That's how much it was going to cost us to fly home. Well, I found this excursion in Kauai where we are going to take a helicopter ride, the four of us as a family, over the beautiful area of Kauai that has all of the beautiful mountains where you honestly, you can't even hike there because it's all private property. And our helicopter is going to touch down at the infamous waterfall that is in Jurassic Park. So it's its nickname is Jurassic Falls and only one helicopter company has the rights to land their helicopter next to the waterfall because they have an agreement with the owners of the land, the Robinson family. So I am thrilled that we get to take this once in a lifetime opportunity, which is going to cost us, are you ready for it? The exact amount we saved by getting those flights home completely free. So that's what travel hacking with credit cards has done for us. It has allowed us to either reduce the cost of our trips overall or trade off and spend that money on something that we are really excited about when it comes to our traveling. Before I answer questions and I go into details about travel hacking using credit cards, I wanna give you kind of this step-by-step system really on how it works. So step one is you sign up for the Chase Sapphire Preferred Card, okay? That's the one that I love. That's the one that literally a couple of days ago I had my husband sign up for because I was so excited that the sign-on bonus had increased. So the first step is to sign up for that card. Now, the next step to be able to get those points, that sign-on bonus points, because if you're not gonna get the points, it's probably not worth getting the card, honestly. You have to meet the minimum spend in the required period of time to earn that 80,000 points. So for this card specifically at this current time that I'm recording this, you have to spend $4,000 on that credit card in the first three months. When you do that, after you spend that $4,000 on your next statement, essentially, that 80,000 points will go through. So not only are you earning points for the $4,000 you spend, 
but you're also getting those 80,000 points. And Chase says that that's about $1,000 in travel credit because when you book travel through them, it's a little bit more than if you were to redeem it for cash. So you're looking at about $1,000 to go towards flights, car rentals, hotels, anything that's travel related. So that's it. It's the two steps. Well, I guess the third step is redeem your points. And that's exactly what our family has done. I have the Chase Sapphire Preferred card and I have the Chase Business Inc. card. And I love that you can actually combine points. So I can transfer all of my points together in one. And we can do that as well with my husband's points, which is going to be amazing. Okay. I talked about this card and the sign-on bonus on Instagram, and I had a lot of people send me questions. And I'm glad because when you're signing up for something like this, you want to ask the questions. You want to do the research. That's exactly what I did. So the first question I got was, when was the first time in your life that you had the aha moment to start utilizing credit cards strategically to your advantage? Was there any hesitation during the process? So I'm going to be honest with you, when I first started my money journey, I very much believed the narrative that credit cards are evil. I actually had a credit card that I canceled. And even my mom was like, ooh, Allison, I don't know if you should cancel that credit card. But I was set in my ways based on the content I was consuming. And I learned over time, and this was, I mean, this was way back in 2012 is when I made these choices. I learned over time that, hey, it's not that credit cards are evil. It's not that they're terrible things. They are a tool. They're not good. They're not bad. Credit card interest rate, that is something that I refuse to pay. So that is something that can be very crippling for people. So my first hesitation when I decided, hey, let me give this travel hacking a thing, my hesitation was surrounding my own personal discipline to use the credit card responsibly. So my hesitation had nothing to do with the credit card company. It had nothing to do with whether or not this was a good deal or I was getting scammed. It had nothing to do with the fact that I wondered whether or not I would use the reward points. I knew I would. My hesitation came from my own fear that I didn't have the discipline to use the credit card responsibly. However, For years, I had been practicing discipline with my money. So once I knew I had the discipline and once I knew that there were easy boundaries I could put in place to help give me discipline, then I was honestly super excited to see what we could do with our rewards, what our family could experience. I'm also at this stage in life where I have not young, young kids, but not older kids either. So I have an 11-year-old and another who is almost nine. And we're at the point where they're they're not taking naps anymore. They're really easy to travel with. They're going to remember a lot of these vacations. And I'm at that point where they still want to travel with us and take trips with us. They would, they want to be with us. They don't want to just be back with their friends and you know how teenagers are. I'm thinking they'll get like that eventually. So for me, it's very important that we soak up this time and create these memories together. And one of my favorite things to do is travel. One of my husband's favorite things to do is travel. So that's why it's so important to us. We want to share that with them. Now, if I didn't like traveling or if he didn't like traveling, then I wouldn't be as excited about this type of opportunity with the credit card. 
So once I knew I had the discipline, I was really excited to see what I could do with the rewards. I did not start out with the Chase Sapphire Preferred card though. It is my favorite card. I love it the most, but I didn't start out with that. I dipped my toe into travel hacking by getting the Southwest Companion Pass. So it's basically getting a Southwest-based credit card and I earned a companion pass where my husband could fly free with me. If you want more information about the Southwest Companion Pass, I do a deep dive into it on episode 25. So go back and listen to episode 25. It's called How We Travel Hack Using Credit Cards. And I dive into the companion pass, what it is, why we started with it. However, I will say that when our companion pass ended, when it was over and the time was up, I knew, okay, I wanna do something a little bit different. I wanna have more options to use my points, not just for flights or my rewards, not just for flights. I wanted to have a variety of things that I could use it on. And that's why I signed up for the Chase Sapphire Preferred card. I got in when the sign-on bonus was amazing like it is now, and it, it blew me away. It is incredible how when you use a credit card responsibly and strategically that you can receive benefits from it. And that's what I want. The, the keywords here are responsibly and strategically. If you cannot pay off your balance in full every month, if you carry a balance on your credit card and you are charged interest, it's not worth it. Please, if you're, if you're multitasking or if you're not really focusing, come back to me here. This is so important. If you are going to carry a balance on your card and pay interest rate, pay an interest rate on your purchases, it is not worth the points that you could get by traveling, the redemption here. It's just not worth it in my mind. However, I have a very strict rule with myself and my husband is the same that we don't ever carry a balance on our credit card. When I was talking about this card on Instagram, someone sent me a DM and she said, what's the interest rate on that card? And I was like, I have no idea. I have no idea what the interest rates are on any of my cards because I never put myself in a position where I cannot pay off my credit card in full every month. In fact, I pay off my credit card every Friday. I don't even like to carry a balance from week to week. So I am never at a point where I am actually being charged interest, which means that those rewards are truly rewarding (laughs) because I'm not paying for them. Once I realized that and I saw what these rewards could do and the doors it could open for us to take these trips and experience more like being able to take that helicopter ride since our flights are free or take that trip and just reduce the cost. Once I saw that, it was a total no brainer and I was 100% on board. Now, I will say that there are a lot of travel hackers out there that will totally sign up for like 25 cards and they have this whole thing to keep it all organized. I don't do that. I have the Chase Sapphire Preferred card, which you can click the link in the show notes to get while that sign-on bonus is still high. I have the Chase Business Inc. And I do have my Southwest credit card still, but I don't use those as much. The next question that someone sent in was, how much money do you think using credit cards strategically has saved you? And this was fun for me to think about because 
I really wish I had gone back and kept track of it, but from my estimations, I'm going to say thousands of dollars a year. And here's why. In this year, 2023, we've redeemed about $2,000 in rewards for our upcoming Hawaii trip. So like I said, we got those flights, $1,500 worth of flights home from Hawaii to Texas for free. And then we also used our rewards to book a car rental in Kauai. So we are actually going to Kauai for a week and then Maui for four nights. So our car in Kauai has now been paid for completely with points, which is incredible because that would have cost us anywhere between $500 to $700. So this year alone in 2023, and we haven't even included my husband's points that he's going to be getting, but this year alone, we have saved about 2000 I would estimate 2000 to $2,200 by cashing in those reward points for travel expenses, which has been incredible. And like I said, my husband hasn't even gotten his 80,000 points yet. So once we add those on, honestly, we'll probably save those for summer of 2024. So anything that my husband earns and for the rest of the year, whatever I earn, we will redeem that for 2024 vacation. But if you're just starting out and you're like, hey, I want to take a trip in August, then you can. You can get that card, get that sign-on bonus quickly as long as you meet that required minimum spend and then turn around and redeem those points for an August trip with your family. Now, when I look back to 2022, I think it actually saved us about $3,000 by using the points from the Chase Sapphire credit card. And here's why. In 2022, we took our first international family vacation. We went to Canada. We flew from Houston to Calgary. We spent about five nights in the Banff area in Banff National Park. Then we flew from Calgary to downtown Vancouver, and we spent about three nights in downtown Vancouver, and we explored that area, and then we flew home. All of those flights, so three separate legs, we made almost like a triangle from Texas to Calgary, Canada, from Calgary to Vancouver, and Vancouver to home. All of those flights were free. We covered every single flight in points. We were very lucky because we found a really good deal with Air Canada, and it was incredible. Then, not only did we use points for that flight, but our car rental in Banff area and Banff National Park was completely paid for. And then in Vancouver, part of our hotel stay was covered as well. So this allowed us to save probably about $3,000 on our first international family trip. And I'm going to be honest with you, when we were first planning this trip, we were not going to go to Vancouver as well. We were only going to go to Banff National Park and that area, the Rockies up in Canada, the Rocky Mountain area, for those five nights and come home. But when we saw that having those points would allow us to fly free to Vancouver as well and cover the car rental and part of our hotel stay, we were like, oh my gosh, we have to add it on because it cost us so little, really nothing. So all we ended up doing was paying in Vancouver for our food and any activities that we did. So we went to the 
We went to the aquarium. We went to Capilano Bridge State Park or Capilano Bridge National Park. I don't remember, but the bridge park, which was incredible. And honestly, it allowed us to experience a whole other area of Canada because we didn't have that added cost for those flights. The next question I have is, what type of person should sign up for this card? Okay, like, is it for me? Is basically, you might be sitting here thinking like, yeah, this sounds great, but like, is this really for me? So I think that you need to have, do three things. This card is for you. The Chase Sapphire Preferred card is for you. If these, if you can say yes to these three things, are you ready? Number one, do you have discipline with credit cards? Can you handle a credit card and use it responsibly and not go into debt? If the answer is yes, then let's move on to the second one. If the answer is no, if you're like, Allison, I have $10,000 in credit card debt right now, like adding another credit card on would probably be stressful. Then no, don't do it. Don't add it on. This 80,000 point bonus point section, this current offer, it's not gonna be around forever. I have no idea if it's gonna be around for five more days or 15 more days, but it will come back around again. It might take a year, it might take two years, but it will come back around again. So number one, do you have discipline with credit cards? If you can say yes, let's move on to number two. Two, can you realistically meet the minimum spend in the three months? Meaning, can you realistically meet that $4,000 spend in the first three months? Because if the answer is no, then you're not going to get the 80,000 bonus points and it's not worth it to me. So what we do for our family is we are very strategic about spending money on that card and front loading any of our spending. Let me give you an example. In November, we are going on a family vacation with my parents to Colorado and my parents decided to cover the cost of this big rental house in Colorado. And so because they're covering that cost, because they pay for that, I said, hey, let me buy your flights. Our family will pay for your flights. So I had to buy six flights from Houston to actually Colorado Springs. Once Matt got that Chase Sapphire Preferred card, I said, hey, Matt, let's go ahead and book these flights now. So those flights for six people cost us about $2,000 or $2,200. And we have direct nonstop flights from Houston to Colorado Springs, where our vacation home is for five nights. And that allows us to get part of the way there on that. We already had the money set aside in savings to be able to buy those flights. I knew that this was coming. So what that means is that my husband bought the flights on his credit card, his new Chase Sapphire Preferred card, and we will take the money out of savings and immediately pay off those flights. Now, what this means is that we are halfway there already when it comes to meeting that $4,000 minimum spend. We're probably already over halfway there. However, that's not always the case. Maybe you don't have a big purchase, but for our family, what we do is we think about what big purchases do we need to make to meet the minimum spend. And then if we don't have any big purchases coming up, what we will do is we will transfer all of our bills to that card and we will do all of our spending on that card for those three months to meet that $4,000 minimum spend. That's exactly what we do to meet it and every time we've been able to do it. So for my Chase Sapphire Preferred card, I was able to meet that spend. 
even for my business card, I was able to do it as well. So you have to be strategic. If you can meet the minimum spend in the time period required, then yes, I would say get the card. If you're like, no, Allison, I don't, I, I'm not going to be able to spend $4,000 in three months, then don't do it. It's not worth overspending on this credit card for the perks. So I said there were three, three things for who this is for. Number one, you have to have discipline with credit cards. If you can answer yes. The second thing is, can you meet the minimum spend in the required time period? Can you spend the $4,000 in three months? If you're like, yes, I can do that. Then the last thing, the last question I have is, do you like to travel or use rewards? Here's the deal. If you don't use, if you don't like to travel, if transferring these rewards and going through the process, the extra step, it's not even that much, guys, but the extra step, if that's a headache to you and you're never going to use it, then don't get it. Now, I will say that these points do not expire. As long as you keep your card open, they never expire. So you can just build them up until you have so many that you can get round trip tickets to Paris in business class. I mean, you can do with it what you want. They will not expire. It's not this thing where you have to use them by the end of the year or you lose them. It's not like that. But if you don't like to travel or if you don't like to use rewards, then maybe this card isn't for you. Now, thankfully, this card, you can use the rewards on so much. Like I said, shopping on Amazon, travel, hotel stays, they can be redeemed for almost anything. You can even transfer them one-to-one points for United flights. So if you want to book United and it's a better deal to use United points, then you can actually transfer them to United points. I mean, it is incredible the versatility and the flexibility that the Chase Sapphire card gives you, offers you. However, if you're not going to use it, if you're not going to ever redeem it, then don't get it. There's no point. So those are the three things. If you're sitting here wondering, is this for me? You have to be able to answer yes to these three questions. Do you have discipline with credit cards? Can you meet the minimum spend in the time period required, aka can you spend $4,000 in that first three months? And then lastly, will you use the rewards? Do you like to travel? Do you see yourself enjoying that? If the answer is yes to all three of those, then this card's probably for you. I know it is for me. I know it is for my husband. And like I said, this 80,000 point sign-on bonus, we don't know how long it's going to be here for. We don't know when it's coming back, which is very frustrating. Chase, that's kind of mean, but it's here right now. So if you're like, yes, this is for me. I think I want to try this out. This is an amazing credit card, especially for Anyone who is beginning to travel hack, they're in their beginning stages, I highly 100% recommend it. It's something I personally use and love and will just continue to sing its praises. So you can sign up, get those 80,000 points by going to inspirebudget.com slash chase or click the link in my bio, get it before it's gone. We don't know when it's going to come back. And once you do get it, I want you to send me a DM on Instagram. So go on Instagram, send me a message at inspired budget. Tell me that you signed up for it, that you're going to get your 80,000 points. And then I want you to tell me what you would like to use those points for. Whether you want to use them to travel to Europe, 
or you want to use them to travel, fly back home for the Christmas holidays, or maybe you want to use them to pay for your Christmas gifts this year so that way they don't have to come out of your budget. I just want you to send me a message and tell me because I think it's something that's so fun about sharing your intention. If you don't end up doing that, if you're like, no, I don't actually end up taking that trip to Europe. I went to Hawaii instead. That's okay. I still want to hear what you would like to do with these 80,000 points. I hope you enjoyed this special episode all about my favorite travel hacking credit card. If you can't tell, I love talking about travel hacking. I could come on here and talk about it every single day. So if you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out to me on Instagram. I'd love to answer them. And if you have a partner or a friend that you want to send this episode to, to help them see like, hey, this is something that's doable. Listen to how travel hacking has changed the game for Allison. Then you can just click the share link and you can text this episode directly to them. That way they can listen to it as well. I'll be back next week with a brand new episode. I can't wait to see you then. Bye.